Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is March 24th and the Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman extended the last date of filing income tax and GST returns to June 30th. Sitaraman is heading the COVID-19 economic response task force. Sitaraman also said that debit card holders who withdraw cash from ATMs can do it free of charge for the next 3 months. This applies to ATMs of all banks. Further, she said there shall not be any minimum balance requirement fee. With the Northeast reporting its first positive coronavirus case from Manipur today, the total number of cases in India have climbed to 491. 10 people have died so far. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will address the nation on the coronavirus outbreak today at 8 p.m. India's 30 states and union territories including Delhi, Chandigarh, West Bengal, Kerala, Andhra Pradesh among others have gone into a total lockdown to contain the spread of the coronavirus. A state-wide curfew will come into effect in Himachal Pradesh today at 5 p.m. Other state governments imposed a state-wide curfew starting yesterday, a day after the country observed Janta curfew. The center is also warned of legal action against those violating the lockdown which has been enforced till March 31st to contain the pandemic. The government has said that violators could either face a fine of rupees 1000 or a jail term of maximum 6 months if they do not abide by the lockdown orders. All domestic commercial flights would remain suspended from Wednesday to restrict interstate movement as a precautionary measure. Globally, more than 16000 people have died due to the pandemic. and a total of 380000 positive cases have been confirmed while italy has reported the highest number of deaths at 6077 and the number of positive cases at 63927 china has reported 3000 deaths and more than 80000 cases so far spain has reported 2300 deaths iran 1800 france 860 and uk 335 The center has allowed Punjab to spend the Disaster Control Management Fund or the DCMF to contain the spread of the coronavirus even as the state has decided to start crowdfunding to fill its treasury to handle the outbreak. The Indian Express reported that the government said the center has responded to the state's appeal for a nod to spend the DCMF. Chief Minister Amrinder Singh, all his cabinet ministers and Congress MLAs will donate one month's salary to Chief Minister Relief Fund for coronavirus. The Shiromani Akali Dal and the Aam Aadmi Party have also announced the same. The government meanwhile is working on preparing a plan to invite crowdfunding. It is looking at industrialists, politicians, NRIs and others and will ask people to donate for the cause. The IPS and PPS officers of the state have also announced to donate a day's salary for the welfare of police personnel involved in combating the deadly virus. The IAS officers of the Punjab Kader announced that they had also decided to contribute one day's salary to the CM's relief fund. There have been 26 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Punjab with one person dead. To help the tourist standard across India, the Ministry of Tourism issued an advisory to treat hotels and similar establishments as support services amid the current coronavirus lockdown. The advisory was issued by the Secretary of Tourism Ministry to the chief secretaries of all states and union territories. The advisory is regarding foreign and domestic tourists who are stranded across the country due to lockdowns. and shutting down of transport services the advisory has asked states and union territories which have shut down hotels and other establishments to allow these institutions to function so that tourists are not inconvenienced it has also requested that these hotels be allowed to offer basic food and beverage in room services president trump 
under growing pressure to rescue the American economy, has said that he may soon loosen federal guidelines for social distancing and encourage shuttered businesses to reopen. This defies public health experts who have warned that doing so risks accelerating the spread of the novel coronavirus or even allowing it to rebound. At a daily White House press conference, Trump said that America will again and soon be open for business. He added that he cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. As the president watches stock prices plummet and braces for an expected surge in unemployment, Trump has received urgent pleas from rattled business leaders, Republican lawmakers and conservative economists. They've implored him to remove some of the stringent social distancing guidelines that he put in place for a 15-day period ending March 30th. At News Laundry, we've been covering the coronavirus pandemic relentlessly. My colleague Ayan Sharma recently wrote about how India's system of healthcare is just not equipped to deal with the crisis of these proportions. Even I have been nervous about how certain states like Bihar would tackle this problem when it hits. Last year, for instance, I had spent 10 days in Bihar covering the encephalitis outbreak that had killed more than 100 infants. I was in the town of Muzaffarpur and there were just two hospitals that could treat these children who were pouring in from the countryside in dozens every day. The hospitals did not have enough beds, it had to recruit doctors from nearby colleges, and a team was called in from Delhi to accelerate the treatment. Now imagine the same healthcare infrastructure if coronavirus were to enter Bihar. You can read my report from Bihar titled Two Hospitals, One Enemy, a deep dive into how medical professionals are dealing with the AES on newslaundry.com. You'll also find Ayan's report there. Remember, these reports take time, money, and energy to produce. So if you like our work, do subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. You can head over to our website, click on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner, and our cheapest subscription costs rupees 300 a month. Remember, when the public pays, the public is served, and when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. The Chinese city of Wuhan, where the global outbreak of coronavirus started, said today that the public transportation would resume within 24 hours, and residents would be allowed to leave the city starting April 8th. This comes as infections appear to be dwindling after a weeks-long lockdown. Even as local infections across China appeared to approach zero, the Wuhan government said a hospital doctor had tested positive, adding to evidence that Hubei province, of which Wuhan is the capital, has not beaten the virus. In Wuhan, the authorities continue to turn up cases of people with the virus, but without symptoms, fueling growing fears among the Chinese public that the government has failed to disclose or discover a much larger number of infections than the 80,000 or so cases that have been reported so far. In China, officials only count patients with both symptoms and a positive test in the official tally of confirmed cases. The WHO, on the other hand, says that all people who test positive are confirmed to be affected, even if they show no symptoms. The Wuhan Health Commission also stated that infected patients with no symptoms still need to be isolated for 14 days and that a small number may progress to confirm cases. Last week, China reported no new local infections for the first time since the outbreak began three months ago. But this is now struggling with imported cases which continue to rise. But for many public health experts, these developments add to doubts that the virus will be fully eradicated in China in the near term. The Madhya Pradesh Economic Offences Wing has closed an investigation into complaints against former Union Minister Jyoti Raditya Sindhya who is BJP's Rajya Sabha candidate from the state. The Indian Express reported that the investigation was closed 4-5 days ago 
stating that the agency did not find any merit in the complaints upon verification. A rebellion led by Sindhya led to the resignation of former Chief Minister Kamal Nath on March 20th before facing the trust vote ordered by the Supreme Court. 22 legislators, most of them Sindhya loyalists, had resigned, bringing the 15-months-old Congress government to the brink. Soon after the political crisis began, Gwalior-based Surendra Srivastava reached the headquarters of the Economic Offences Wing in Bhopal and submitted a fresh complaint alleging that Sindhya and family members had falsified land documents. Srivastava claimed that he had filed those complaints in 2014, but the EOW closed the cases in 2018 without assigning any reasons. When he filed an RTI application, he was told that the information was confidential and can't be shared. In 2014, BJP was in power and Shivraj Chauhan was the Chief Minister of Madhya Pradesh. Former Chief Minister of Jammu and Kashmir, Omar Abdullah, was released today after nearly eight months in detention. In his first statement after being released, he appealed to the centre to release detained leaders and restore internet facilities in the Union Territory. Omar said that he would talk about Article 370 and what followed in the state at length at another time. Tweeting for the first time in 232 days, Omar said that it is a very different world today to the one that existed on August 5, 2019. Omar's release comes a couple of weeks after his father, former Chief Minister and Lok Sabha MP Farooq Abdullah, was released from detention. Omar was placed in preventive detention last year in August following the abrogation of Article 370. In February, the Jammu and Kashmir administration invoked the Stringent Public Safety Act, or the PSA, against him for his ability to convince his electorate to vote in huge numbers. Other leaders, including former CM and People's Democratic Party President Mehbooba Mufti, are still in detention. With Delhi tightening curbs on assembly and movement of people in the wake of coronavirus, the police cleared the Shaheen Bagh sit-in protest today morning. The sit-in protest against the citizenship law conducted mostly by women, had been on for more than 100 days. DCP Southeast Delhi RP Meena said that the police had requested the protesters to leave in the morning due to the coronavirus outbreak and the lockdown that had been imposed. When they refused, action was taken. Another police official said that nine people, including six women, have been detained. Section 144 was imposed in Delhi after the AAP-led government announced a lockdown as a precautionary measure against coronavirus. Before this, a protest outside Jamia had been called off last week. Discussions have been on at Shaheen Bagh over calling off the sit-in protest because of the coronavirus outbreak. On Sunday, when the country was observing Janta curfew, petrol bombs were hurled by unidentified persons at the Shaheen Bagh protest site. Elections to 18 Rajya Sabha seats that were scheduled to take place on March 26th have been deferred due to the coronavirus pandemic, says the Election Commission of India. On February 25th, the ECI announced elections to 55 Rajya Sabha seats spread over 17 states that were to be vacated in April due to the retirement of MPs. Candidates in 37 seats in 10 states had been elected uncontested. Polling for the remaining 18 seats in Andhra Pradesh, Gujarat, Jharkhand, Madhya Pradesh, among others, were to take place on Thursday as per the Election Commission's schedule. Taking into account the WHO's declaration of the coronavirus as a global pandemic on March 11th, the Election Commission today decided to defer the elections. In a statement, the ECI noted that the states in question had also issued lockdown orders. The decision was taken after several state assemblies, which are the electors in Rajya Sabha elections, curtailed their sessions due to the coronavirus pandemic. The ECI said that the list of contesting candidates already published would remain the same for the elections to be held at a later date. 
a pune based company has said that it has received commercial approval from the central drug standard control organization or the cdsco for its coronavirus test kit hasmukh rawal md of mylab discovery solutions said that with emphasis on make in india and support from local and central government the coronavirus kit has been made as per who and cdc guidelines he claimed that it was developed and evaluated in a record time the company said that the kit will cost nearly one fourth of the current procurement costs the indian council of medical research has meanwhile given a green signal to 16 private laboratories across the country to conduct coronavirus testing in india the apex medical research body has also issued guidelines for private laboratories by capping the test rates at 4500 rupees that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from and remember stay inside your homes see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel 